With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Today, we are taking a journey to the vibrant city of New Orleans to have a delightful conversation with Rebecca Millen. Rebecca wears many hats as she's a mother, wife, a loving dog mom, and a talented author. Her upcoming book, Julia Morrow Begins Again, is set to hit the shelves this October. So my dear Rebecca, Welcome to the RV. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here. I'm super excited to know about your story and to visit New Orleans. Yes, welcome. Welcome to the the Big Easy. (laughs) And since you've been a long-life resident of New Orleans, could you share with us a favorite local dish you would recommend to our listeners? Oh my goodness, that... That is hard to do. That's like choosing my favorite child. <laughs> I would have to say it's probably, um, oh my goodness, I would have to go with um, boiled, fresh boiled crawfish. There is nothing like a crawfish boil um, down here in New Orleans. And if you ever visit here, you want to come in the spring when it's crawfish season and they are just fresh and um, so delicious. Um, It's just all these Cajun spices and um, you've got potatoes that are cooked in there with the crawfish and corn on the cob. And it is just, it's wonderful because when you do a crawfish boil, it's not like something you just cook for your immediate family. It is a gathering. You know, you have, you invite friends and family. It's a party um, because when you make a pot of oil crawfish, it's a big pot. Yes. And, you know, I tried the crawfish. It was so yummy. I visited New Orleans a while back. And also I tried jambalaya. It's like this. It was delicious and you know reminded me of paella oh no I've never had paella so I I can't compare but I'll have to try that it's with rice and fish so it's very similar okay yeah oh and I was going to ask you if you've ever been down here and if you've ever had any of the local cuisine so that's good to know yeah I went there I believe it was 30 years ago and I had the chance to try hurricane with hurricane the drink yes at Pat O'Brien's Pat O'Brien's I love to see people playing on the streets I really want to go back to New Orleans 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a great place to people watch because you see so many interesting things and, and yeah, it's, 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 it's nice for that. And also Rebecca, you mentioned being a professional procrastinator <laughs> when it comes to cleaning bathrooms. <laughs> you know, I, I, I hope your listeners don't think I'm gross or anything, but But I am. I am a professional procrastinator with cleaning bathrooms. I just, I always can find something else to do. And, and my mom, it drives my mom crazy, you know, and, and she'll come in and she'll be like, Rebecca, like, this is terrible, you know? And, and so, I mean, I do clean them. I just don't clean them every week. Like my mom cleans her bathrooms every week. And so, you know, But, um, but yeah, even if I know like my mother-in-law is coming over, it still doesn't motivate me to clean up. (laughs) Understand you completely and don't feel bad because, you know, I think many of us can relate to procrastinating when it comes to things we dislike or we think we could be doing another thing than, you know, doing this. So for me, it's cooking. And I've become quite the expert at preparing salads. That's all about it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm the same way with cooking too, but I'll tend to make, um, I'll cook on the weekend. I'll cook like one or two big meals and then we're just eating leftovers the whole rest of the week, Mm -hmm. you know. I like this idea. I'll tell my husband. He's the the cook now. He's taken over. You make the salads and he does the other part. Yes. And talking about husbands, you mentioned also that your husband's wonderful support when he surprised you with a laptop to kickstart your writing journey. Yes, he is just, he is one of the biggest blessings in my life. Um, Years, years ago, back in 2010, I told him, I said, I think I want to write a book. And he didn't blink an eye. He didn't give me that, you know, look like, what is she up to now? (laughs) He just, he said, you should, you should write a book. And then the very next day he went out and bought me a laptop and told me, get started. And so he has just been my biggest supporter all these years, because it's taken a while to, to get to the point where I have a book finally coming out and he's he's you know gone with me driven me to writing conferences um he is just he's listened to me talk about writing you know and he has just been um the biggest supporter and I don't think well I know I wouldn't have been able to you know make it this far without him oh that's so wonderful and did he just show up with the computer out of the blue yeah I had no idea he was going to get it. <laughs> I told him one day and the next day when he came home, when he came home from work, he he had it with him. He'd gone to the store that day and bought it for me. Oh, so cute. <laughs> and Rebecca, could you share more about the path you took from writing your first worst book to securing oh, a two book contract with Bethany House Publishers? Sure, sure. Um, yes, that that first manuscript I wrote on that brand new laptop, it was terrible. I mean, I just cringe when I think about that I actually sent that to people. 
to read. Um, and I'm just so glad it never got picked up because it was truly, I broke all the rules, all the things you're not supposed to do. Um, I did them. And so, um, but thankfully that book never got picked up and, um, I spent time, a lot of time learning the craft of writing, you know, um, reading books, reading blogs, um, and really reading in the genre that I wanted to write because I wanted to learn what's on the market, what's selling. And so, um, year after year, I just kept at it. And then I started, I felt like I was in a good position as far as my writing to start querying agents. And so I started querying literary agents, um, got a lot of rejections, <laughs> but that's part of the, part of the process. And, um, I finally did, um, get an agent and then he started submitting my, um, manuscripts to publishers and, and here we are. <laughs> wow. Congratulations on your new book. And is your first book, is this your first book? Yes, my first my first book out there. <laughs> oh, so nice. So congratulations. And Rebecca, we would love to hear more about this book, Julia Morrow Begins Again. We would like to know what inspired you and a little bit about this story. So the story is about um, Julia Monroe, who she lives in New Orleans, and she just turned 40. And so the women, women out there who are in their 40s, we can or older, we can all relate to her when it comes to those first mammograms and battling muffin tops and dealing with older parents who, you know, may be cranky, or in Julia's case, her mom is extremely cranky. <laughs> um, so we get to, she's very relatable in that way and very different um, from other characters. And um, one of the things that readers will discover very quickly about Julia is that she is an avid risk avoider. Um, 10 years ago, she lost her husband very suddenly, and she was left to raise her two young kids on her own. And um, But now those kids are grown up and they have moved out of state to attend college. And so Julia now finds this extra time on her hands. And so she decides to invest that time into expanding um, her small business, which is cleaning houses. And so, but then her ex from 20 years ago, Samuel Reed, um, who pummeled her heart back in college, he moves back to town and he joins her church and he is just determined to win her back. And despite that magnetism that she still feels towards him, she wants nothing to do with him. <laughs> she she wants to keep her distance, um, but her meddling best friend gets involved and that's where things just kind of take off from there. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sounds interesting. And talking about best friends, I was browsing your website and I could see that Julia's best friend seems to play a role in bringing her and Samuel back together. 
Yes. Yes, she does. She plays a very big role. And you know, Rebecca, it reminds me of this one wild time when I decided to go full on undercover for a friend. Oh my goodness. <laughs> And you know, you know what happened? She suspected that her boyfriend was up to some shenanigans. And yeah, I had the idea. So we decided to channel our inner spies. <laughs> Love it. I would totally have done that. I would have been right there with you. <laughs> we got ourselves some wigs dressed up in totally unrecognizable outfits and headed to the club where he claimed to be playing soccer. Guess what? He was there just playing football and we were like secret agents. We spent two hours waiting for him to make a move, but nothing happened. So, Uh, yes. That's good. That's a good thing. So they left the club and headed to a bar. And after a few drinks, he called it a night and headed home. Oh. In the end, we were relieved because it turned out he wasn't doing anything wrong. So now, Rebecca, I'm curious. Have you ever been in a situation where you had to help a friend in a humorous or unusual way? Oh my goodness. Um, I can't think of anything as far as like y'all did. Cause I'm imagining y'all like Charlie's angels, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> I could just hear the music playing and, um, I've never, no, I can't think of a time where I got to do that, but man, I feel like I missed out. <laughs> yeah, but it was just, it's a good you know, a good feeling like I am now a spy and I'm going to help my best friend and he doesn't doing something wrong. I'm going to be really upset and then nothing happens. <laughs> but I love that that you loved your friend so much to support her and 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 make sure that she had peace of mind, you know, because that's so important in relationships is to have that trust and peace of mind. Yeah. It is. But anyways, let's go back to Julia. So okay. what aspects of Julia's character when creating her, were you inspired by someone? Yeah, I would definitely say for sure, this story is um, one that God just dropped into my heart unexpectedly um, with writing a 40-year-old romance because that was not something that was in the market or being done by traditional people for inspirational romance. And so he definitely dropped her into my mind first, as far as doing a 40 year old and, and placing the story here in new Orleans so that there would be, um, so I would be comfortable with the story and the setting for one thing, because it was, it was definitely out of the, um, my comfort zone with, with doing something so different from what was out there in the market. But for Julia, I would say, um, I definitely drew on um, my mama heart um, because she has two kids. I have two kids. And so it was easy to write those parts of the story with how she interacts with her kids and um, and worries about them and, and things like that. Um, I would have to say the character, there is, there is a character in the book that's based off of um, a real one that was in my life. And that's Julia's dog, Chewy. <laughs> Chewy is mean. 
he's, he's a little terror. And that's how the first dog that my husband and I had together, she was a little nightmare terror. She was a little poodle, but she was just, when, when you read the book, it's, it's, it's basically my first dog, Mr. Bojangles was her name. And uh, she was terrible. I think it's just amazing that you, you create a character over her voice because you know, I think it's quite unique, as you were telling us, that as we often encounter romance stories with characters in their 20s, 30s, and you know, I think in real life, we can see many older people or people over 40 that have have a relationships and romance it's not yeah. not more limited no just because you get over that hill that, that doesn't mean the romance stops <laughs> no it doesn't stop and I love the idea of this book and I would like you could share some insights into the challenges and rewards you experienced when breaking this convention and featuring more mature characters in Julia's Morrow Begins Again. Yeah, sure. So um, it's kind of a strange story how this book is even being published um, because like like we talked about, I, I had been writing what the market dictated, which was 20-something 20 um, 20 romances in a small town setting. And so um, my the manuscript that I had finished, my agent was shopping it around. And so in the meantime, I was starting work on another manuscript. Um, and that's when, you know, God dropped this story into my heart about writing a 40 year old character, you know, and, um, and he kept pressing me about it. And I was like, Oh, but I don't, you know, I, I'm not even published yet. Like, I, I have no business trying to, you know, do something different. I, I don't have, I don't have a following, you know, I'm still trying to, you know, crack in. And so um, he kept pushing me on it. And so I talked to a group of friends of mine who are big time readers. And I asked them, I was like, have y'all seen any, come across any, you know, 40 year old romances in, in the inspirational market? And they all said no. And we were all kind of surprised, you know? And so I said, well, what do you think if I wrote one? And they were like, yes, do it. Oh my goodness. We want that. That would be so relatable. And so they were all so encouraging. And yet still I was nervous about it because it's not something that I was seeing out there, you know? And so I kept kind of putting it off and God kept tapping me on the shoulder, like Rebecca, let's try this, you know? And so I said, okay, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll write a rough outline and some sample chapters and I'll see how that feels. And um, so I did that and I just loved writing those opening chapters. It was so um, like freeing is the word because I was writing about character in my age group and writing about the things that she encounters that in a humorous way, like her first mammogram and, you know, things like that. Um, so it was so much fun to do. And then I was like, okay, well, I did that. Now I'm going to set it aside and go back to writing the old way, you know, the 20 year olds and God just kept pressing me about it. And so 
I ended up entering, um, there was a contest where you could enter a partial manuscript. And so I entered that contest and cause I was thinking I'll get some anonymous feedback from some judges and see what they think about a 40 year old romance. Like if they're going to write in big red, do not do this or, you know, um, and so I entered that contest and I kind of forgot about it. And about a month or two later, um, I attended a writer's conference where I got um, an editor appointment, which is basically a 10 minute meeting with an editor where you get to pitch the book you'd, you know, you'd like for them to pick up. And at that time, um, I got a meeting with Rayla Shane Hare at Bethany House Publishers and at that time, she was their acquisitions editor. And she is just, I smile whenever I talk about Rayla because she's so sweet and genuine. And so um, when you get these editor appointments, you get to submit what's called a one sheet. And a one sheet is basically like a flyer um, for the book you're trying to pitch, like a you try to grab their attention. And so I, 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 oh my goodness, I can't believe I do this. I did this even then. I submitted a, a one sheet based on the 40 year old romance because <laughs> I was thinking, you know, what's the worst that's going to happen? She'll see it and she'll be like, oh, that's, that's a ridiculous idea or, you know, and so I figured what's the worst that'll happen. So I submitted that as my one sheet for her to review. And then we had our 10 minute meeting and I didn't pitch her anything because she already had my latest manuscripts in her possession. So we just talked. I just picked her brain about different things and we chit-chatted and the the 10 minutes was up and I was like, okay, you know, I don't think I made a fool of myself during that appointment. So that's a win. <laughs> and then um a few days later she she reached out to me and said I, I looked at the one sheet. It all turned out that that contest that I had entered those sample chapters in, she was a final judge of it. And she actually read those chapters. And so when we had our meeting and she got the one sheet after, it reminded her of those chapters. And she said, I'd like to take this project and move forward with it. And I was just like blown away. And I, it was like, I could just see God just looking down on me and saying, see what I did, see what I did. Like all you had to do was step out in faith and he took care of the rest. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Uh, that's that's amazing, and also I'm sure the way you described the, the book for her, you know, you are so solar. I'm sure she was convinced right away. Rebecca, I have no doubt. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. I have goosebumps just retelling that story because it's just, you know, God's fingerprints were all over it. Exactly. Also, you mentioned, I love it, you mentioned your goal of bringing joy and encouragement to readers through your writing. So, Rebecca, are there any specific themes or messages you aim to convey through your books? 
Yes, yes. And I'm, I'm so glad you said that because that's exactly what I want to do with my writing because I get so much joy and encouragement and just feeling uplifted when I read inspirational romance that that's what I knew I wanted to write. I wanted to like return that gift to other people, if that makes any sense. Um, so for me, um, one of the themes in this book that that we go through is is through Julia and it's her learning to let control, like to give control of her life and, and, and her loved one's lives and, and just give that control to God and, and leave it there because, and, and I'm guilty of this and, and, and you'll see Julia struggle with this in the book too, is, is it's, it's easy to say, okay, God here, I need you to take, take this problem. It's too big for me. But then like when I, see things happen in the way I want them to happen. And, you know, then you start to take it back from him, you know, and so it just doesn't work out. So it's learning to give that control to God, to leave it there. And also to go to him and talk to him about not just the big things in life, but the little things, you know, God is interested in every detail. He knows everything and just not just to bring him those big struggles that you're going through, but, but everything, even small things, you know, he's, he's there and, and, and he loves you and, and he wants to handle everything, big things, little things, everything in between. And also give thanks. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Yes. Give thanks and everything. Yeah. Pray, give him praise for sure. Mm -hmm. And you are going to be publishing the second book. So it is going to be a series of books. Yes, yes. Right now, I have a two-book contract, so it is a series. And so right now, I'm actually in the middle of writing the second book. I'll start getting back to writing that when we get off our um, our podcast today. And the second story is featuring um, Julia's best friend in the first book, Kate. So we get to see what happens with her. Amazing. And when are you planning to publish the next book? Oh, my goodness. So the second book comes out... I think in the sprint of 25, I think, don't hold me to that, but I think, I think that I, my publisher gave me a nice break to have enough writing time because they know I have a job and a family. And so they are just so wonderful to work with. They are so understanding and caring. It's, it's like a family. I love it. Yeah. I, I've been working with them as well and they are wonderful. Yes. And so that means that we are going to meet up again. Oh, yes. <laughs> I hope so. For our listeners who want to connect with you and stay updated on your latest works, could you share your website and any other social media platforms where we, they can find you? I saw that you have a Facebook group. If I'm, yeah, you have a Facebook group. I'm on, yeah, I have a Facebook page. Page. Um, I'm on Instagram. Those are the two places where I'm most active with social media. Um, but everyone can find the links to all those places on my website. It's RebeccaMillette.com. Now, my first name is spelled differently. So it's R-E-B-E-K-A-H Millette.com. Um, but if you go there, you can um, find out more about the book. You can um, find the links for social media. You can also sign up for, I do a monthly book giveaway um, of Instagram romances so you can there's a place there where you can sign up for that and also um, my newsletter that goes out um 
every quarter and with every newsletter, um, several of the subscribers, they'll get to win Amazon gift cards. So I like to give away things. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. And I hope we, our listeners can find you easily, but of course they will. You give all your socials, so forget. <laughs> so Rebecca, a big thank you for sharing your journey with us today. And we are excited to feature you in the Relatable Voice magazine in October. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited for that. <laughs> yes. Also, you'll be our author of the week. Oh my goodness. Education, because you are so, so amazing. And your story is truly inspiring. I'm sure more and more people who who are listening to us and maybe they want to start writing, but they think they are not capable somehow. Oh. Your story is, is very, very inspiring and I'm sure your book will be very successful. Um, and for our listeners, thank you for joining us today. Stay tuned for more engaging conversations. And until next time, Rebecca, I'm looking forward to talking with you again. Yes, me too. I can't wait. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.